0: hello and welcome to too fast too forever there's all kinds of family we chose this one this is episode 72 the nas boost I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm
1: Joe Two, and this episode is brought to you by Minuteman Press International. Minuteman Press locations are full-service design, print, and marketing centers serving the entire business community, from small businesses
0: to Fortune 500 companies. Thank you, Minuteman Press. Well, so fitting that Minuteman is sponsoring this episode because yes. we are, I guess this is lap six, so this is kind of, we were saying this is kind of the connective tissue, we are sort of starting the next lap, ending the last lap, by looking back at the 35 Fast and Furious Minutes that we've done so far including this episode yes. and we are going to come up with trivia questions for each yep. and then what I'm most excited about is I'm going to quiz Joe on the trivia questions that we've made so far because I we made the questions Joe and uh, I did not get a perfect score I passed <laughs> But uh, some of these are tough. I didn't cheat, so it's going to be strictly based on memory. Like, I really didn't cheat. Knowing Joe and knowing his memory, I I think you're going to pass. I would be surprised if you... Like, I think I got... There's 15 questions that we have so far. And I think I got, like either 11 12 or 13 right like there's one i think okay. i guessed Like, there are a couple that i i'm like it's one or the other and i guessed and i got one right and one wrong and there's a couple that i think i got wrong but okay that's gonna be after the break we're also going to i'm, I'm building a google quiz which we will make Ooh. public after we finish the first movies minute so like in a year or whatever a little <laughs> over a year, we're going to post it on the patreon oh this week so if you nice. want access to that too fast 2 forevercom But, now that we are here, I guess this is the, the kickoff you should probably take six. the quiz. You should probably take the quiz before you... Well, I don't know. Would you take it before or after the episode? Because we're going to talk about... We're going to come up with the answers. So, like, if it's fresh in your brain, it's going to be, like, an open book test almost. Yeah. So, either take it before you listen to the back half, or... Just take it at the end? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? do whatever you want, but we're just fair warning. Like, we're going to do it. It's coming up. All right, Joe. Extracurricular activities. It's been two weeks or so since we recorded because we did two episodes back-to-back. We did the You Are My Lifespan, everybody's favorite You Are My Lifespan. God, it was such a good one, dude. Kara fucking nailed it. I've listened to it like two or three times now. It just gets better and better. I'm story. What have you done since we last recorded? You went uh, somewhere nice, somewhere big, somewhere far away. Rachel and I just got back from Hawaii. That's actually why I have this like little bit of a cold right now. I got
1: a cold coming back from Hawaii. Rachel and I went to Hawaii for eight days... We went to Oahu, and then we also went to Maui. Unbeknownst to us, Rachel's cousins that live in California saw that we were in Hawaii, and were planning to come out to Hawaii because uh, her cousin's husband like works for the airline, so he's like gets flights very easily, and then they're on the West Coast already, so they just like came and joined us for a couple of days. So that was cool. Got to see them. We pretty much just like ate and drank our way through Hawaii. I ate a ton of mahi mahi, ton of ahi tuna, ton of pineapple. Everything covered in macadamia nuts, anything made with macadamia nuts, and drank Mai Tais, tons of Mai Tais every day. We, like, tried to balance it with, like, doing fun activities, but also just, like, doing nothing. Like, when you're on vacation, so, like, we like to split that up, especially because we had like, finally had, like, a nice week. But one of the cool activities we did that I kind of told you about, we went to this park, Kilea Valley or something. And it's known because it's the Jurassic Valley. It's it's the valley from Jurassic Park. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. That's what they became really famous for. And it's like a farm, like in this like little valley in between like three volcanic mountains. We did a movie tour there, which was really really interesting and cool for a couple reasons. And I didn't tell you the stories, but I want to tell you them now. So we're going in like you know mainly it's like the Jurassic Park movie tour. The scene where in the first Jurassic Park where. all the dinosaurs are running, and they, like, hide behind the log. Mm-hmm. They have, like, the log, and you can, like, go stand behind it and, you know, take a picture or whatever, whatever. But the other cool thing related to us, there was a bunch of other movies tangentially related to us shot there. The first one, which I told you about, is Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Sure, of course. Staying Life. Staying Life. Our first muse, Zac Efron, was this valley, the scene where they, you know, jump the ATVs.
0: Yeah, when when the one person gets really... I don't remember, like, when the bride-to-be gets messed up? No. Yes, yeah, the bride-to-be gets
1: messed up. Yeah, exactly. So that's shot there. Then we continue on, because they're showing you, like, all the places where, like, the movie things were done, right? And then as we're going on... We passed this building, and you know what else was shot there? Uh, no. Something very important to you, not so important to me? Well, I know that Lost was all shot in Hawaii. Was Lost shot there? Lost was, a lot of Lost was shot there, yeah. So we saw the, um, the golf course. The golf course, what's-his-name's golf course? Oh, Hurley's, like,
0: three-hole golf course or two-hole golf course? Yes, they still cool. have a the
1: flag there for, from it. But something else, a little Nicolas Cage movie. In Hawaii? There was Honeymoon in Vegas? No, a more serious one, a drama drama in hawaii i've never seen this movie but i'm assuming nick cage plays like a very serious role in it what is it wind talkers oh okay yeah because that's about world war ii okay yes so we saw like some stuff from that our tour bus driver said nicholas cage is not a very friendly man and he does not enjoy pictures being taken of or with him well that makes sense that was like you know what that's that's not terrible if he was working i get it it's like not awful He didn't do like anything. He didn't like rage on a fan or something. But she said, like, he gets a little disgruntled about pictures. We keep going around the movie tour and we get to a spot, and that's where uh, Jumanji was shot. Cool. With Mr. The Rock and Mr. Dinkley. And our tour bus driver says. And this is just after we were following the cage part, she's like, but I would like to tell you that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the nicest man I've ever met, and he will take pictures with all of his fans, and he's super friendly, and he talked to, like, everybody, and he loves everyone, and he would be, like, super tired, and we would have to, like, kind of drag him from the set to, like, let him go, because everybody would just, like, want to talk and hang out with him, and he was, like, the nicest guy ever. And I was like, well... That works perfect for us. Yeah. And then a Fast and the Furious part of our other story is in Maui. We went off-road driving. I sent you a picture of one. You sent me
0: a picture, yeah. But you're like, put those on Instagram. I was like, I don't know what it is. Like, you yeah, said, like, yeah, yeah. Like, but there's like no context. I was like, all right, exactly. So whatever. No,
1: I was like, I took a picture and then like we like hopped in the things. So what they do is they have these like off-road UTVs. So they're not like a four wheeler. They are, but it's like a car. It looks like a golf cart, but it has like a full suspension and stuff. And we went cruising those through this old pineapple farm in Maui and, like, went up, and, like, you get some scenic pictures, like, you get some, like, you know, nice sceneries. It was a lot of fun. It felt, like, very Fast and Furious of them, and I'm surprised they haven't put one of these in the movies yet.
0: Well, I feel like maybe uh, in Hobbs and Shaw 2 on Samoa. Yeah, it kind of felt like something like that, right? Like, it, it,
1: well, (laughs) Samoa is hawaii but yeah yeah. and it looked like a lot like that i was trying to like look for Hobbs and shaw things but Hobbs and shaw wasn't shot in the jurassic park valley which i was disappointed by the barack has been there so i was like come on bud like you know maybe this could be your house in the second one or something and i just overall had a great week and what we've been talking about movies we went through the oscar things penguins are in first place as of today sorry that was a very long catch-up but we've been oh no but you went on a vacation
0: to hawaii so i figured it was going to be a long catch-up Yeah. This weekend, as we're recording this, this upcoming weekend, I am hosting our Fantasy Baseball draft, so take a drink. Ooh, that's fun. So I've been, and finally between, like, you know, year-end bonus and uh, tax return, I finally have a little bit of money. Like, basically, for the first time since I bought my house, I have a little bit of, like, fun spending money. And (laughs) so I spent some of that on just kind of cool, fun things. So I mentioned... House things. House things. I might have teased this, I don't remember if we were just talking on-air or off-air, but friend of the show, Chris Podcast, former guest. Yes. Uh, one of his friends, our mutual friend, Paul, works right in AV, like a home install company. So he came over this past weekend. He installed speakers on my front porch, my backyard, ceiling speakers downstairs. He brought uh, Wi-Fi outside, which I'm very excited about. Awesome. By yep. access point in the backyard, so that's very yep. nice. I also had track lighting installed over my pool table. Very I'm cool. I'm in the process of getting, trying to navigate, getting a, borrowing my parents' minivan to get a air hockey table from my friend. I don't think it's going to be here for the draft, but uh, the downstairs is. It was always fun and cool down there, but now it's better. It's than really coming more together. To it looks great. Yeah, I saw the yes. pictures. It looks awesome. I'm super jealous. It looks like a lot of fun, dude. I'm trying to see if there's anything else. The Oscars, you said, which uh, we're both very happy about because Parasite won Best Picture. Parasite yeah, Parasite best was director. great.
1: On the flight over, I I watched Jojo Rabbit. I know that we you and I had talked about it, and you said you weren't like a huge fan of it. I liked it.
0: I, I didn't love it. I mean, most people like love it, and. I was just like, this is yeah, okay.
1: I found it very enjoyable. I'm not like this is like the best movie I've seen in a, like forever, but it, it, did it feel very Wes Anderson y
0: to you? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. It, but it's like, it's yes, yes. I was going to qualify, but, like, no, there's no really qualification. It's, like... It's, it's very Wes Anderson-y. The problem I had with it was that I didn't quite sink in with the, like, lock in with the tone. I mean, Wes Anderson balances sort of, like, comedy and drama and pathos and everything, but this is just, yes. like, hey, there's also Nazis, but, like, we're, we're talking about serious shit, but it's also goofy. It's, like, well, this... It's, it wasn't doing that for me. Like, it was just, like, yeah. I couldn't... And, and I think that's what people loved about it, but for me, I was just, like, I don't... I'm not locking in with this the way that I'm supposed to.
1: So I found it really enjoyable because I like Wes Anderson, and I kind of liked the the weird tonal shifts. And it also wasn't abrupt enough to be, like, a Wes Anderson thing where it's, like, very serious, but then, like, somebody drops something where you're like, oh, this is funny now. Oh, I watched Uncut Gems on the Plane, which I found really enjoyable. I'm sad that I am mi- sad that I missed it. I really liked it. I couldn't believe that, like, uh, what's his name? Kevin Garnett? Yeah, Kevin Garnett. I couldn't believe, like, he was, like, a real character. Okay, he's great. You know, when you see, like... Kevin Garnett in a movie you're like oh okay like he's gonna have a cameo but like no he's like an actual character in the movie and he's a great actor in it too so.
0: There was an article that I think like originally because this movie had been in the works for like a decade and there was all these different athletes that they wanted to have because they wanted to base it on reality and they wanted to I think the original was gonna be Kobe Bryant and I think it couldn't work because like I think it got delayed by a couple years and just didn't work out then they wanted to do it currently with Joel Embiid who is the center power forward center for the uh, Sixers and that I think I don't remember what happened there I think maybe it got delayed and he couldn't do it and so they had to go back and figure out realistically, like drivable from New York, what player could have been playing in a series of games. The series that they're doing is like the Sixers and Celtics. What's drivable from New York? Like what teams, like whether it's the Nets or the Knicks or the Sixers, or the Celtics or whatever. Yes. like What's feasible there that like over the span of a couple of days, the movie takes place. Like, what is realistic? And so they were, like, doing this whole... They were going back and trying to figure out what teams this could work for, and then what, like, kind of star players this could work for. But they also needed, and this is... I'm going to teeter toward a spoiler, but not spoil anything. But, like, you need to have a certain kind of game where, like, the player is really good, and then really bad. And, you know what I mean? Like, it needs to be oh, yeah. like so a you like pattern, super, too. Yeah, so like you're there's pigeonholing. There's all these different like qualifiers exactly and that's why it's like this weird like it's a period piece but not really but like it takes place in 2012 or whatever 2011 or 2010 whatever it is because it has to because like, that's the series that this all applies to and that's cool. so it's weird that it has to go through so many things but it's all based on reality. Oh, so in terms of movies that I've seen in theaters, I saw Birds of Prey, which is which is good. Mess- it's not great, but it's really fun. It's my favorite movie of the year so far, which I don't think it's going to stay for very long. But do you really see like them
1: that. the name of it? And they were like, "Harley kind Quinn the Birds of Prey?
0: I think they messed up the marketing of that. Like, it always should have had her name in it. I don't know. I saw Sonic, which was okay. I want to see it. I wanted it to be good because we like
1: raged so hard about the how bad Sonic looked, and they were like, "Okay, they listened." And if like nobody sees it, then it, the movie theater is like the studios are going to be like, well, fuck this, you know? Like... Well, it
0: had the biggest opening for a video game movie ever. It broke oh, Detective cool. Pikachu. So I think there's almost for sure going to be a sequel. And it's, It broke of Detective course, Pikachu? That's cool. Because it is a movie in Hollywood now, they obviously set up for a sequel. And I would I would watch a sequel. Um, I didn't love okay. this one, but it's not bad. It's just, it's it's whatever. It's fine. Then I saw Fantasy Island, which I was hoping it was going to, like, I had heard bad things, but I was hoping it was going to be so bad it's good. Weren't these The Rock movies? No. Oh, Fantasy Island is, it's the new Blumhouse. It's like the teen horror movie. It's got Lucy Hale in it. Ryan Hansen, who's from Veronica Mars. Maggie Q. It's got, uh, what's his name? Michael Pena. There's got a lot of good actors, but like, I was hoping it was going to be so bad. It's good or like campy or whatever. And it is so... Boring. Like, Mm. it's two hours. Like, there's a certain kind of bad movie that I would recommend to you. There's certain kind of bad movie that I'd recommend to other people, but not you. Like, there's a whole, like, range. I would not recommend this to anyone just because it's so long and there's nothing enjoyable. Like, it's not crazy. It's not good. It's not original. It's just boring as hell. Mm. And the funniest thing was that we were in the theater and, like, there's, like, jump scares and there's, like, supposed to be jokes and no one in my row. I mean, it's, like, maybe half full because I saw it opening week. Like, it should be. Yeah. It was. There was a fair number of people there, so it wasn't packed. But no one is reacting to everything. None of the scares are getting people. Nobody's laughing. No one's reacting. People aren't talking. Like, people aren't being assholes, but they're just like, basically, it felt Forward. like everyone's like, give me something, right? Like, just yeah. give me something. Toward the end of the movie, as they, like, have another reveal and another reversal and another thing where it's just like, oh, what you thought isn't actually the case, this guy three seats down from me says, at the perfect volume, I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> and it was i died like i looked over i just cracked up and he looked over and like just because he was talking to his friend he might have just been just talking out loud but just like he had reached a point like 15 minutes from the and i was just like this I'm is done. awful like i'm just yeah and like he didn't leave but i was just like that was the perfect timing and the perfect volume and the perfect like, just like yeah this yep. is this is awful i hate this that was great and like that was my enjoyable moment like not that it was worth two hours but i'm glad that i had one moment in there where i was just like yes Thank you. Yeah, and you can relate to this guy now. That's yeah. I love when stuff like that happens. Coming out next week on Blu-ray is Colorado Space, that Nicolas Cage movie, which I'm very excited for. But okay. uh, in theaters tomorrow night is The Lodge, which is the Riley Keough horror movie that I am very, very Ooh. excited for. So Interesting. Reports on that next time. But Joe, let us dilly-dally no further, because we okay. have an overflowing mailbag, because people have lots to say, and we have not recorded in two weeks. So we have, I don't even know how many emails we have. We have a lot of emails.
1: Okay. Do we want to talk about the the movie night first or no?
0: Yeah, because there's there's references, at least from one person in here. So, you and I just spent 45 minutes, an hour? Too much. Trying to figure out how to make this watch party work. Because we originally did it with Rabbit, and it was incredible. It worked perfect. We were
1: like, this cannot be legal. And it's gone. They switched to cast... Yes. We tried cast. Which was not great. Honestly, the worst of the things we tried. The video quality is like very stuttery. And we were like, this is not enjoyable. This won't be enjoyable for anyone. It kind of works, but it's it's not great. So we're like, okay, there got to be another way. Other things, eh, no,
0: not really. We tried like five or six different things. And some have good picture quality. Some don't have good picture quality. The issue is that none of them have audio. Yeah,
1: we can't really figure out a way to make them have audio. We have a a kind of solution. If people want to, we do it in Discord. We will share a link, and we can watch it with subtitles, but no sound. We can't figure out how to get the sound. I will do some more digging and try to figure out a way to get sound before then... But if you're okay with the idea of watching it with subtitles and a chat with us, you're welcome to do it. Let us know, and we will still do it. It's not director's commentary. We can talk or chat.
0: Kind of director's commentary, like, where you're not really paying attention to the movie. You're kind of watching the movie, but you're having your own conversation. So we could do voice chat if people want, or if you just want to do text chat, you can do that too. And by we're going to keep trying, I mean, we're going to try for another hour, probably in, in four or five months. We'll try again next lap and see if we can get it to go again. Well, hopefully but there's, like... like, new services,
1: you know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
0: this is something
1: that would make sense, but... They're kind of like on the fringe of legality, so, like, I'm sure that they don't stay around for long. Because right. like people are obviously going to use any service we have to do what we're trying to do.
0: The other thing around. is that if this comes back to Netflix, it seems like there's a lot of different Netflix services options. that let you do yes. that. But because this left Netflix, and I don't know that it's going to come back anytime soon, we have to basically stream a digital copy from one of our computers, which is a legal copy, but like it's yeah. the way that the video streaming services work. They don't want you to do video and audio for this express reason of like, hey, this Let's is kind this. of sort of private piracy. Yep. Or if you're okay with not having movie sound. Um, we could just do a voice chat or a text chat in Discord. We can know we can for sure stream the picture. The picture looks good and we can throw subtitles on there. So that's all fine. But
1: the picture just, looks uh, excellent. Yeah, yeah.
0: So we we could have like a party chat with just no audio of the movie. So, you know, that whole thing we just said about how we're going to do this, we're actually going to do it for Too Fast, Too Furious because I realized because of between Joe's vacation and the way that the lap ended and everything, things aren't going to line up right. So what we're going to do is we're going to do Too Fast, Too Furious on the night of Sunday, March 8th. Sounds good to me. 9 p.m. Eastern. Okay, we'll figure that all out. If you want more information, if you want the link, if you like the idea of video only with subtitles, text party or voice chat. chat with us, email yep. family at cageclub.me. You could probably get, like, Discord apps on a bunch of stuff, right? You don't even need the app. You can just use it in the browser. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, like, if you wanted to get it, on, like, on your phone or whatever. Oh, sure, whatever, yeah. Whatever yeah there's, a, there's a Discord app for Windows, for Mac, and for Android and iOS. Actually, yeah, and Android and iOS, I think. Cool. Maybe not Android? But for sure iOS, for sure Mac, for sure Windows. Whew. Okay, let's get an email. First up, first email from Jason Dickinson. F9 subject line, I am so pumped for F9. Do you think this will be the biggest Fast and Furious movie in the franchise's history? Stay fast, stay furious.
1: I think it will most definitely be the biggest by every possible metric. Yeah? Most expensive. Sure. Most money-making. Most explosions. Most characters. Everything. I think it's going to be the absolute biggest. Possibly the best. Definitely the fastest. Maybe the most furious.
0: One or the other. Or both. Who knows? Or both. Who knows? Next email from Jake Freer. Subject line NBA. He says, I'm so happy they're getting the basketball. It's my favorite sport. So this emails to me. I'm a diehard Celtics fan, which I think we knew. And I can't stand the Lakers and LeBron. But it's crazy to see how good he still is in year 17. Mm-hmm. Shout out to yes. Team LeBron, who just won the All-Star game. Uh, did you hear about the Elam the Elam finish? Do you know about this? How they changed the All Star game? Yes, I was reading
1: about it. I didn't watch the All Star game. I watched the dunk contest in Hawaii. They added up all the points and then added twenty four to it, and like the first to twenty four one or something.
0: The first three quarters, they were each individually scored and the winner the winning team got like money donated to a charity of choice. Yes, and then they summed up the thing, and they had to go to the the leading score leading team score plus twenty four for Kobe. And so they were suddenly going, like, 157. And apparently, I didn't watch it. I, I meant to record, and I didn't. I just forgot. But apparently, it was, like, very tense. Like, I'd never watched the NBA All-Star game in the past because nobody's playing defense. But this, like, people are like, taking charges and, like, protecting inbounds. It seemed like the best players in the world trying to win. not let the other team win. And, like, there were, like, no substitutions and no timeouts. It was just, like, we're going to play until one of us loses. And it was, it sounds cool.
1: I'm a big hockey fan, and they try to mix up. Hockey's, like, very flexible with, like, their all-star games and stuff like that they try to make it exciting just the game in general like they're they're fine with changing the rules to make it more enjoyable for the for the viewer like they do like a three-man tournament now each division has like a team and they do like a three-on-three tournament okay it's like a round robin like two five-minute periods or something you know like they play like the eastern conference plays each other and the western conference plays each other and then the winners play the winner and then like the winners get I don't know some money or something. But like yeah, so they mix it up and even that's like still not fun. The most fun part of it for me is the skills competition, which is essentially the dunk contest. So people were like really excited about the NBA All-Star game and I was like, "Man, I wonder if there was like a hockey way to do this to make it like actually fun."
0: A lot of the analysis after the fact was basically about how like the NBA ratings are declining but it seems like there's innovation, that there's ways to bring people back because it seems like this is something that like, it seems like the NBA, and again, this is coming from someone who hasn't really followed much in the last handful of years, but it seems like they've tried to innovate in a lot of different ways and like nothing has worked. Everything has sort of been like a gimmick that hasn't grabbed people, but it seems like this was kind of widely loved and so it seems like this kind of, Re-energize people to be like, oh, we can actually bring fans back, which is cool. Yeah, you can, man. You just got to give people what they want. People will be
1: grumpy about it, uh, like, but people will love it too. So,
0: yeah. Jake goes on and says, as for Zion, Zion Williamson on the Pelicans, yeah. if he can manage to stay healthy, he has all the potential in the world. Although I'm pessimistic with him, as he's already got a knee injury. And yep. The amount of pressure he's putting on those knees is crazy. He's the second heaviest player in the NBA. Anyway, enjoy the rest of the season, Jake. Well, thank you, Jake, for writing in. So my friend is a Sixers fan. I think I when I started talking about this. The last time we talked about this, whatever it was, the Relap Recap, yeah. I was saying that my friend's a Sixers fan, and so he's, like, you know, got on board, but, like, the Sixers are, like, a real hot mess right now. Because the Lakers are good, and because LeBron is the biggest player in the league, you know, the biggest name, whatever, their games are on all the time, and I was like, I don't really want to be a Lakers fan, because that's such a <laughs> front-runnery thing to do, but, like, I love watching LeBron, and they're always on, and it's easy to watch the games, mm-hmm. but... I officially pod committed, I bought, I ordered, it's on the way here, a uh, Zion Williamson t-shirt jersey, like a jersey, so I'm committing to the Pelicans, because man oh man, he's fun to watch, like they're not on a lot, because they're not very good yet, but I think in the near future, they'll be on a lot, so I am uh, excited, so I am officially declaring my allegiance, I'm getting on early, still a bandwagon pick, I think, because it's like, they're, you know, yeah, not as bad as like, hey, I'm a Lakers fan now.
1: Just to warn everybody else, like if uh, Joey's like an evilly cursed person,
0: I'm uh, a fan of the most successful baseball team in all his in all time, but just football, not very good. <laughs> yeah, you're really bad at football, so it could go either way. Who knows? One or the other. All right. Yeah. Next email. I think we have... I think he follows us up later. But next email from Alex Ellen in Subject line, nice pants, boys. Ooh. Says, just got out of Birds of Prey, and there was a Fast 9 trailer in front of it. I know you talked about Earl from Tokyo Drift being present before Han shows up, but I noticed that for a split second you can see Sean as well. Oh, he does does come back to this later, so we can talk about this later. Maybe I was keen on it because I saw a couple shots from the set with him present since I watched the trailer initially, but he's definitely there. So he comes back, but... There is also, I don't know if this is photoshopped or if this is real, we've also seen on set footage what looks like Twinkie guns in the movie too. I think Jason Dickinson actually sent this to us. Yes. And I wonder if it's real or if it's not real. (sighs) Not that he made it, but that like somebody else could have made it.
1: Somebody could have made it, but at the same time it's like... Really? It's too bizarre for me for it to be photoshopped. If Twinkie's in it, they had to have been listening to us, right?
0: No, that's... I don't... I, <laughs> we, we can't claim everything as listening to us.
1: I know. But like we said, the watermark is going to be Nonis Denise. Yes. Cool. If you're listening, drop or a Nonis Denise like, or, ADR. Or if
0: Hobbs is gay. If Nonis Denise or Hobbs is gay, I think those are the two that, like, those seem to be, like, our kind of pet theories or pet yeah. projects, kind of, right? So True. Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, well, I don't know what anybody else is talking about, but hopefully.
0: Yeah, who, we, heard, we heard from somebody that people on Reddit are talking about no niece than niece, but it's also like, yeah, that's, that's our thing. Next email, I did not tell you. I don't know if he told you he was doing this. Your friend Adam, our friend Adam Hoffman, or sent an email. He did. He was trying to tell me something. He had a question, and I said, just send in an email, because I like the question.
1: I don't remember it, but I was like, it'll be interesting to talk about.
0: Subject line, when did the franchise jump the shark? He says, guys, here's my question. When do you think the franchise jumped the shark? I feel an argument can be made for Fast and Furious, but the logical choice would be Fast 5. What do you think? Thanks. So, before we answer, for people who don't know, Jumping the Shark originated with... Do you know the the TV show that it originated with? Happy Days. Yes. And do you know why? Because Fonzie jumped the shark. Yeah. On water skis, he literally jumped over a shark. And so Jumping the Shark, in TV parlance, is when a show basically becomes about something that it's not originally about and it's usually a negative connotation when weeds is no longer about Nancy Botwin selling weed to support her family and it becomes about like a character study because they have all these actors that they like and they don't want to get rid of it's no longer about the original premise it's not yes. always a bad thing but it's usually a bad thing it, it 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 can be that like they pivoted they successfully pivoted they changed it no longer but generally you're right it has a negative connotation jumping the shark so to adam's question when were these movies not about a group of what, what? What's even the what's the franchise about? Like what? What is the what's, what's, what's the, the basic of premise? Statement? What's the mission statement. Yeah,
1: hooligan car racers become a family. The familial relationship of hooligan car racers that has to be the basic premise.
0: Kind of like a lovable group not necessarily on the right side of the law. Yes. Struggling with questions of morality and as the, as it pertains to family? Yes. And loyalty. Because I'm, like I'm trying to say these... it in a weird, vague way that applies to as many movies as possible. When Brian is no longer working with the cops, but they're always kind of working with the cops.
1: Yeah. By this definition, though, then they like never really jump the shark because they always come back. They're always related to this. Like the movies in the middle leaves but then they come back.
0: You can either say that they never did or even two did. Yes. Because I think the other way, sort of, that Adam is asking the question... Does Adam listen to the podcast? No, not at all. I think the other way that he's asking it is, like, what we've talked about a lot before, about how people are like, I don't like those movies. They're not... They're not. They're car movies. It's like, well, they're not really car... You know what I mean? Like, there's the divide between car movies and action movies, in which case I think 4 is the pivot where it's kind of both and kind of neither. It was in the context of, like, he watched the trailer, Han is back to life.
1: At what point did these, like start to spiral out of reality then in
0: that case it would probably be six it ha- no for me it has to be five when letty comes back to life right okay but that's not really five. i mean that's the close so the closing credits of five because i think as a movie five is grounded in physics and grounded without soap opera yes yes so then the closing credits of five
1: yes death no longer matters that's the end of like you have to suspend reality there
0: but I also think that they, they bring it back and they
1: like teeter back and forth and that's what makes it fun and that's what makes it enjoyable for me.
0: It's hard to do 9 or 10 or 11 or whatever's going to be movies where it's all without the without any of this. Yeah. Also I think that like if you're still on board by this point it's not like Han being back is going to dissuade You know what I mean like <laughs> Exactly. If you're on the, you're on the fence I can see it being like, nah, that that's, this is, I don't want this. But like, if you're enjoying these movies at this point, I don't think that this is going to be like, oh, I can't believe that's did the this. breaking point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus, if
1: anything, this is like a really smart move because if you weigh the pros and cons of it, more people like Han than don't like Han. So they're all going to come back and be like, if, if you at any point had given up after Han, you're going to be sucked back in to be like, okay, Han's back? Like, fuck yeah, I'm down right. with
0: this. Yep. Yeah. Next email from Wes Hampton. Lap up, wrap up, what up, fam? What up, Wes? I can't believe the driving school lap's already over. Kara was a great guest, and I really enjoyed her fresh perspective and her hot takes. I'm glad she really enjoyed the movies, but it would have been boring without a little controversy, so I appreciated her opinions on Brian and The Rock as well. I'm also True. sad we won't be hearing the That's O'Brien theme anymore, which, well, we did say that we're going to be back when Kara's on, we will go back to that. But oh, yes. I will never watch these movies without thinking about the most Brian moments again. Here are my new episode, Observations um he puts in a whole big thing here about his event that he and his wife are talking about or they're hosting the too fast two hamptons i won't go into too much detail there just because the mailbag is overflowing but he talks yes. about the details there which you and i and him have uh the three of us have talked about separately yes been giggling about yeah west then asked if that how han might have survived video was from screen rant and i don't remember he says he gets articles like this suggested to him all the time and they post the dumbest lowest common denominator most clickbaity listicles and articles i clicked on one recently it might have been that where it was like Letty's kind of an important character like it, it was phrased in a way that i was like oh this is interesting it was like letty is an important character in the fast diverse. let's dive into her her history or something something like that And i was like oh, okay and it was just like a she's in the first movie she's not in the second <laughs> movie she's in the fourth movie but she dies in the fifth movie she is back you the. it's just like what what is this but like each thing was on a picture and it's like exactly one of those things are like cool i gave you 12 but like After three slides, I was like, oh, this is not going to give anything. But I was like, I just want to see where this goes. So enjoy those clicks, but I hope my ad blocker messed it up for you. I don't know. Yeah, hopefully. Wes says, when you're talking about uh, who knew Han survived and for how long, I imagined it being a shock to everyone in the movie. In the shot of Letty saying, look who I found, I assume she just found out. I picture Ah. Letty being out on some mission or something and finding Han... Or Han finding her, and then she brings him back to the base in her very downplayed way. I don't think anyone knows anything. Which I guess is possible, but I don't know that I... I'm guessing what we said last time was that I think people knew. I'm guessing people knew.
1: It's the delivery of her thing, but we're, like, micro-analyzing one line of dialogue from a trailer. To me, the inflections and stuff makes it seem like, look who she found... Like she found him but she knew.
0: I mean that's just, that's the point of what we're doing though. Like we have to microanalyze. I think I'm still I think it makes more sense for somebody to know. Like if it's a complete surprise to everyone, I don't know how there's not like a I guess there is gonna probably be anyway, like a ten minute, fifteen minute like what happened? Yeah. Like I feel like if definitely characters that. know, Dom can be like, don't worry about it, we'll tell you later. Like they can sort of downplay <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're gonna mm-hmm. explain it, but I feel like characters knowing narratively will help speed things along a tiny bit i don't know maybe Wes says i don't remember seeing han's id in better luck tomorrow and it's been a little while since i've seen it but i imagine it has to be a fake i don't think he's in high school in the movie i don't remember if he graduated mm-hmm. already or dropped out he is at the most only a year or two older than the rest of the kids so he may be 19 or 20 and carrying a fake ID is a very han thing to do especially in that movie so i guess maybe he's True. not from where was it ohio yeah Wes says i think it's time all right i guess it's time for me to do my rankings again even though i kind of hate it I'm like Same. Joey in that I love to track things and organize things. I love a good data set, but I'm like Joe in that I hate ranking things. Yep. Stats and data are good, but I don't like having to quantify my opinions unless the distinctions are very obvious to me. I don't even rate movies on letterbox it's usually the track when I'm watching but in the interest of science here are my rankings okay so does it go back and forth on exactly how to rank them but in terms of which ones are my favorites the ones i go back to at any time not which ones are the best examples of filmmaking so from the bottom up and he ranks all nine including Hobbs and Shaw okay okay and I don't don't know if he's given us a ranking since uh, the very beginning actually no we have a Hobbs and Shaw for him so maybe he gave a revised after Hobbs and Shaw so number nine from the bottom Too Fast Too Furious okay hot take number eight Fate of the Furious okay Number seven, the fourth one, Fast and Furious. Okay. Number six, Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw's fun. Number five, Fast and Furious 6. Ooh, way low. Number four, Furious 7. Higher than usual. Number three, Fast 5. Number two, the Fast and the Furious. First one, And number one, Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift's a blast. Um, So compared to what I had here for Wes, Fast 5 tumbled from one to three, and then he moved three and one each up one slot I think Fast and Furious 6 and Furious 7 flip-flopped but like for the most part similar but just Fast 5 took a hit they went down too so
1: yeah when you have to rank that like first one of your favorite any at any given day my teetering my like favorite my personal favorite one can shift so it's hard to rank I agree
0: that's another reason why like 5 will always be my favorite because it was the first one that I saw you know what I mean like yeah it's a different kind of nostalgia right but
1: exactly yeah
0: that's it for this week I cannot wait for the next chapter of you in my Life. Hope you enjoyed. It's the even more soapy entry in the franchise that I never knew I wanted. I'm also super pumped for Next Lap's theme. Mrs. Wes and I are both classic movie fans, and we both love a good chase scene, but surprisingly, neither of us have seen many classic car movies. Until next time, stay furious. Stay furious, Wes. And if anybody does not remember the next lap, lap six, or this lap, I don't know, whatever, we are yeah. kicking it old school. Any car movies before 1990? Uh, that's yeah. our arbitrary cutoff. Classic to more car than movies. Years old. Cool. Okay. Next email is a follow up from Alex in reply to his earlier one I'm literally looking at a picture of this posted on the Too Fast Too Forever Facebook page that's probably <laughs> where I saw it originally in my defense I was sick all weekend and I really just wanted everyone to know we're never going to fault somebody for emailing in if you have something to say no, email in and then just you know Send a correction. Yeah, <laughs> we're fine with it. We're gonna read it anyways. Next email from not a new listener because we've talked to her before, but a new emailer from Haley. Ooh, should have asked her how to pronounce the name Gerbys. Yeah, correct us if we're wrong, Haley. I'm sorry. She is. We we mentioned her on the last episode or a couple episodes ago. She lives in Australia, and so we've we've Facebooked a little bit with her through the Facebook page. But yeah. she emails in, "Hello, family." Subject line.
1: What's up, Haley? Yeah, she. I, I talked to Haley on um the Facebook page a lot actually. She'll send me fun messages and like memes and stuff and pictures when she's thinking about
0: us. So that's very cool. She says, and again, this is another thing that I'm not going to be able to pronounce. She says, hey, WANU, W-H-A-N-A-U, which is a Maori language word for extended family. You sometimes use yes. New Zealand English. Haley, you need to know how to pronounce your last name? And also how to pronounce this. You might also talk about it. We're going we're gonna to find out. Okay. Thought I'd better send an email after this has been sitting in my drafts for weeks. I just want to say I love the podcast nearly more than I love the movies. Well, that is wow. a high compliment and also, I will say, a little crazy. I think a little crazy. She says, you are both amazing and do an amazing job of keeping every episode fresh and exciting. Well, Thank you so much. Thank you. We try. Joey does most of it. Thank you. <laughs> Due to finding this podcast six months ago, I had a lot of catching up to do. I would average about two to three episodes a day. Oh, God. while at work, driving, or even cleaning the house. Although I found it extremely difficult to listen to the amazing words of You Are My Lifespan while in an office with other people around, <laughs> I certainly have been given some strange looks. This is not something I would recommend. Yeah, You Are My Lifespan is not safe for work. I don't know we should warn people about that, but I think you'd have probably
1: figured it out pretty quick. I would, I would save those ones for home or driving or something. Just just
0: uh, personal alone time with nobody but in you In the dark Some candles. Ellie Toretto. (laughs) I've also noticed, Haley says, while listening to each minute when I'm in the car, the scenes where the cops are chasing them makes me look in my rearview mirror every time I hear the sirens, which is only funny because I'm the biggest Nana driver ever. <laughs> While I was looking for something through my work emails, I came across an email with possible posters for Fast and Furious, and I instantly thought of you guys. This could be exactly what we've all been waiting for. Let me know what you think. So she said, she attached one picture, and it is for Fast and Furious 15, and it's Dom on a Charger in outer space with what looks like the ship, like the Firefly ship from Serenity. In the background, possibly.
1: Oh, yeah. This is awesome. I really like this. Well, I mean, you know we want to go to space, so.
0: Sadly, I don't think there'll be 15. Well, not, like, numbered 15, so. Hey, you never know. I can hope. We can hope. Nothing but time. Over the last few days, I've watched numbers one to six from the film episode thing I found the other week. Oh. Yes. She told us. There's, like, it's like a Netflix collection or something?
1: I think it's an Amazon collection. You can buy it on Amazon in... Australia or New, Ze- New Zealand. And it puts them in the order that we watched them in the last lap. Like, we were definitely not the first ones to think about this, right. but it puts them in chronological order. The movie chronology, not the release date order. Apparently you can't get in America because she sent it to me, and I was looking for it, and we just, like, don't have this option.
0: So here's a question for you uh, that what? I have never thought of until just now. So say several years from now when, yes, in theory, the main franchise is over, Yes, we've talked about having, like, either as a spin off to spy racers or something else like Dom as a young child or whatever, like we see young the Shaw siblings or whatever. What if yeah. we get an entire prequel movie? Do we watch that to start the laps?
1: We have to see the movie and like where it fits, you know? But like it's the if vibe it, if of it's it.
0: Truly if it's truly all like, say eighteen year old or like from third grade when Vince and Dom meet through like high school. Yes, right? like Jesse in high school. Do we watch it before the first one? Yeah,
1: that would make sense. If we're going to do the movies and how they
0: go in time. Because I never thought about that. and it, it, That could be a game changer. Could be. What if it's really bad? I hope not. <laughs> uh, she says so she watched the first six in the film episode thing I found the other week. And I only wish, and this is a, another way that we know that Haley's family, I only wish our man, Zac Efron, played oh. Sean in Tokyo Drift oh she says i do think he would have been a better fit the only reason i watched it is because han's amazing but that accent of sean's is just so bad and really hard to listen to that it makes me cringe i really hope in f9 it's better i agree with you sean would have been great
1: played by zach efron but also he would have been great played by our man channing tatum as well i think lucas black is like a low budget channing tatum and that if we had channing tatum in there This would have really taken off. We can only dream. Add Zeph later, man. I want him to be his own character. Little nobody. Zeph should be Little Nobody,
0: is what we come down
1: to, right? Like, that's who it should be.
0: Now I've caught up and have six days till the next episode comes out, and I've decided to start again from the beginning just to help me get through the workday. That's insane. That's insanity. Have we had anybody say that they've listened to the show a second time? I know Wells said that he, like, listened to, repeated some
1: episodes. Oh, yeah, on on slow speeds. Yeah, like, (laughs) I thought that was more him just, like, fucking around listening to it. Not that, like, he actively... I can't believe you guys listened to this once, let alone more than once. Yeah, it's... Very, very, very um, complimentary, and I appreciate it, so thank you.
0: One of my favorite podcasts is uh, Pistol Shrimps Radio, which is kind of in hiatus now. They're kind of just figuring out, because it used to be two comedians, two improvisers who would do commentary, live commentary over women's rec league basketball games in L.A., but then they stopped doing that after a couple seasons, and they sort of do special episodes from time to time, but on the most recent ones, they had mailbags, and they're saying about how people have listened three, four, seven times all the way through the series and they're like what are you doing like even they like these people are just like what what what, what are you like why so yeah same thing. i love it yeah. but it's also like you know it, <laughs> it's flattering you. and also what are you doing yeah <laughs> yeah that's how i feel man she says okay enough rambling for me but once i've rewatched seven and eight i promise to send in my rankings till then stay fast stay furious me familia Haley. well thank you Haley, and i
1: look forward to hearing from your rankings and thank you for writing an email and you know that you can always chat with us on facebook messenger well me on Facebook Messenger.
0: Yeah, I'm on there too. It's just that like uh, Joe doesn't really like I don't get the notifications for some reason. So unless it's something either a compliment to me or something important to the podcast, I don't
1: usually see them because Joe just yeah, and I don't like set. forward them to Joey all the time. Like I'm just like you can catch up when you catch up like you'll see them eventually. But like you guys all know that if you're sending messages on Facebook Messenger, I get the notifications and like I respond if I'm awake, so.
0: Also, she the Haley thing, it gave me an idea, and uh, not that Haley is a patron over on Patreon.com slash TooFastTooForever, but we've talked about this sort of somewhat. We have it as a bonus once we hit, I don't know, I think 20 patrons or something, but I was thinking, because I don't know if that's ever going to fit actually into a main lap. What if we did commentaries as like Patreon-exclusive episodes? I like it. Not to pressure people into, but like if you want more episodes... And you don't mind supporting us in some way, even for like the dollar amount or whatever. We could figure that out. I don't know that it's ever going to make sense to do that as a regular episode. We could also release it months down the line or a year down the line or whatever. But I think it's a kind of a nice little bonus. And that could just be like, when you come down here, I go up there. If we have a couple hours to watch a movie, for sure, we just do it. That's easy.
1: I like it. It'll just be horrible because you won't get to edit out all of my dumbness. That's true.
0: It'll be raw and uncut. Boy, uncut gems. (laughs) Next email from Jenny, Family Watch Party. Hi, guys. Enjoyed Hi, lap five with Kara. Looking forward to lap six. Sounds like fun. I'm interested in maybe being a part of the Family Watch Party. Please send me the details later, Jenny. Well, if as you, you listen. now pushing it back two weeks later. Talk about Too Fast, Too Furious. Figure it, probably on Discord. So email in. I did not respond to you yet because I wanted to. I knew we were going to address this here. Thank you, Jenny. Next email from Wells Lamont. Call me Michael Fassbender because this is a long one. ho oh. Do you get that reference? Uh, No. Uh, Michael Fassbender, famously, big old dick. Okay. Oh. He played a sex addict in a movie called Shame. It was like where the world was just like, oh, okay. So, like, he was a good actor and he was, you know, people, he's he's a handsome dude, but people were like, oh, he's also got a huge, huge ween. Call me Michael Fassbender because this is a long one. Whoa. Wells says, Hector. Is Ernie in the show The League? I'm only telling you this because he's usually Hector in all movies, as we've discussed. So you got different character names. So shout out Hector for playing a character other name, something other than Hector. Yes. Well, says so the outro music of this wonderful podcast reminds me so much of the music that played after each level you beat in G-Lock. On N64. I don't know G Lock. You know G Lock? Nope, never heard of it. And shout out to West Hampton for coming out with the closing credits. Is he talking about like Goldeneye or something? I don't think so. No, he says, "Great game. You were a fighter jet and had to shoot things and fly through okay. circles." He okay. says N64 is the best system of all time. Since you're probably wondering, I'll give you my order of console dopeness. <laughs> Here's my rankings. Please add them to the sheet. So he, from the bottom up, and I'm not sure if there's other things that so he mentions one after this, but anyway, number eight, GameCast. I don't know if that's, I don't know what GameCast is. I don't know if he means GameCube, but there's another thing that I don't know, GameCast. But number eight, oh. GameCast. Okay. Number seven, NES, the original Nintendo Entertainment System. Damn, that's low. Hot take. Number six, Super Nintendo, SNES. Oh, damn, you're going to have a lot of haters. Number five, PlayStation, OG. Whoa. Whoa. Number four, my first, I think I had consoles before this, but this was my, my first, like, quote unquote, my first console, yes. Sega Genesis.
1: Genesis was mine, too. I fucking loved Sega Genesis. My That's friends far.
0: all had SNES, and I was a Genesis kid. Same.
1: And I fucking loved it. Genesis was way doper. It I looked do better. feel
0: like nowadays, Genesis would be like the equivalent of Android. Oh, for sure. Right? And yeah. NES, like, Super Nintendo is just, like, that's You'd the like, one that, it, like, looks yeah. it looks better. It looks better, and there's cool games for this, too. Yeah. Because, like, also Genesis is like, hey, Sega CD. Hey, Sega 32X. We know you like modding your shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wells is number three. Xbox 360. Damn I don't even think I had a
1: 360. I had a PlayStation 3. I was like kind of uh, out of the out of the game at that point.
0: I remember back in high school having a very big argument between N64 and 360 because I was like you know N64 like everybody loves N64. I feel like because of a certain age like it's great but also yeah. I think of a certain like of our age group I think that was like kind of peak video game years but like 360 was also like the first like I think really great great adult console kind of. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, number two, which is a, a console I didn't have until way after the fact, of PlayStation 2, and then his number one, as he said before, N64.
1: That, yeah, I love PlayStation 2 a lot, and I think that's arguably has to be top three of all time.
0: Yeah, I think if I had it earlier, I just got a, you know, I had an Xbox and I had a GameCube. I didn't have a PS2 until PS2 after I had a 360, so, like, fire. I just kind of missed out on the boat, yeah. yeah. Uh, he says, I really like Mario Kart on the Switch. It's amazing. And he says, I liked Game Gear better than Game Boy, but Game Boy was great.
1: Game Gear was fire, though. I had a game. Did you have a Game Gear?
0: I had a Game Gear. I have a Game Gear. I think somewhere here, but my mom was mostly the one who played Game Gear. She had a Buster Move that she played Game Gear a lot. Damn. Okay. He says, "I'm really excited to find out how they bring Han back. I want to know what happened to him after falling off the plane. I haven't watched the trailer because it's fun testing my own willpower. Well, we spoil the shit out of it, so all right. And if I can make it till May without watching it, it'll be all the better. He says the fast movies are perfect movies to not have to watch a trailer because it doesn't matter what happens." it'll be great. Exactly. I agree. We had, we had to watch a trailer because I couldn't let that get spoiled by
1: us or someone telling us. Yeah what's happening so
0: says so with that said it's obviously fun to get some sneak peek action after a few months before you're able to watch the movie i'll deaf be hitting the drive-in obviously but my friend cooks at a theater in san francisco Ooh, and he invited in us to theater? the night before midnight private screaming they play to make sure everything runs well we got to do what? this for straight out of comp then it was awesome six of us at midnight in an empty theater smoking blunts watching the movie and we brought pizza and wings and beer best way ever to experience a film. Wow. Yeah, damn. Let me get that
1: backstage access. That bro. must be
0: like Wednesday night into Thursday?
1: I don't know, man, but I wanna see this. That's awesome. Where are you mean, at, yeah. Wells? Let me get those let me get that
0: invite. Hook us damn. up. Damn. Yeah. He says so McDonald's has six Fast and Furious cars with the purchase of a Happy Meal. I have two so far. I'll be acquiring the other four this week. They're actually pretty <laughs> cool with good decal stickers. Here's a pick one my buddy sent me from New York. So here's When I was driving to the airport to catch my flight to Hawaii, I actually saw this and
1: I took a picture, but like I had like ran back into the car to like make the flight. I didn't post it, but I actually have a picture of the display in McDonald's. This oh. is really cool. I took one, and I, I meant to send it to you, but like I was driving early, so it was like 5 or something, and I was like, oh, this isn't really a good time to post. And then, like, then I was like, oh, Rachel's back. and so
0: He says, McDonald's did well. I felt so weird ordering Happy Meals, but it's worth it.
1: Can you order Happy Meals as an adult? I guess you can,
0: huh? So what I would do if I was feeling self-conscious about it, I've never done it, but I would think, because I thought about this, I think when I read this email the first time, I was like, I would go to the drive thru just be like, "Yeah, can I get like a Big Mac or whatever, and also can I get two Happy Meals?"
1: Okay, yeah, that's fair.
0: I feel like if you go to the drive-through, you just like, "Hey, one Happy Meal please. I guess you could just you could still be buying it for anybody, you know what I mean? But I feel like if you're if you're saying like I'm buying adult food, but also give me the Happy Meals, like it, it's I don't know, yeah, makes sense. And I could eat two Happy Meals easily, right? I think so. I don't even know. I think there's like fruit in them now. I think you can mix it up a little bit. So I think no, it's four nugs and a small fry. Like that's. You can eat two of those. A main item, hamburger, cheeseburger, small serving of nuggets. A side item, fries, apple slices, gogurt, tube, or salad, and a drink, milk, juice, or soft drink.
1: Interesting. So you
0: could get nugs and fries, but you could also get cheeseburger and apples. And milk and salad. Juice. Cheeseburger yeah. and salad. Yeah. yeah. Wells says, I had this discussion with a few of my friends, and I'm relaying you my part in the fishbowl. Here's my breakdown of the Fast franchise. When The Fast and the Furious came out, it was like, okay, cool. We got this hot new movie that's popular and fun, so let's enjoy it while it's here. Then... Yes. 2-F-2-F drops as a proverbial knife in the gut that could potentially kill the series then, then we get Tokyo Drift which was essentially at the time pulling the knife out of the gut it could either help or further destroy the franchise and most of the time pulling the knife out speeds up the death you bleed out yep true Fast and Furious number four was like a bystander on the street watches a lot of ER and thinks they're a doctor. So they attempt to save oh. the franchise from this gutting they just witnessed, but didn't really get the job done, thus putting the franchise on life support. So they, they just, like, apply pressure, but badly. Yeah, a valiant effort, but the execution just wasn't there. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, didn't support the neck. It's like you're giving CPR, but you're not at the staying alive tempo. It's like, come on, man, just that's the whole point. Just do that do that yeah uh 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 staying alive fast five was like if the fast and furious stabbing happened on a plane ten thousand feet up and randomly enough there's a stab wound surgeon on the flight with this bag of tools heading to a convention he quickly gets to business sews up the wound heals the franchise and has it better than it's ever been
1: yeah like sutures just on the plane as not even checked baggage
0: yeah carrying oh no we're ready we're here and also we're in the air yeah on a plane fast and furious six was the free money life is great we have a full bore franchise on our hands let's have some fun and get a little crazy true back now baby house money let's go for it
1: yeah like the the plane lands in vegas and you start doing blow partying as you land because you're like hey man i survived that stab wound on the plane let's get
0: this party rolling furious seven was when they the fun got to their head and all the drugs and partying caught up to them and an untimely catastrophe happened No one knew what to do, the finished product was all over the place. It wasn't their best work, but it was still good and still had some flair. True. Fate of the Furious was an attempted comeback after a nine-month drinking binge in which you hadn't been using or improving your skills and kind of threw it a Hail Mary, but in the end it failed. Hobbs and Shaw was the film to make you forget about Fate of the Furious and all of its flaws and it was a nice change of pace. It's like being on a break with your annoying boyfriend-girlfriend and banging someone new. That was more exciting and fresh. Maybe it makes you realize, you
1: know, you still you still love that other person,
0: but you, you just needed to just to test the waters, and you're like, hey, that was something new and different. Fasterton-Feelville, Iowa 9, Fast 10, and Hobbs and & Shaw 2 will all be the extravagant and decadent masterpieces to wrap up the world's greatest movie series. I can't wait to see what they bring us and what Too Fast 2 Forever brings us.
1: Oh, lots more recordings, I promise that. Yeah.
0: All right, my anus peacers. that was a journey. I love you all. Peace, anus. <laughs> and then He's anus. he follows it up what? with the subject line P-A, comma, A-P. Go right ahead. It's all yours. Please feel free to use it as you please. Peace, anus, anus peacers lives on through Too Fast Too Forever. From my friend <laughs> to me, now handing it off to you, may it thrive for another 18 years. Possibly the last sentence <laughs> possibly the last sentence anyone ever thought they would hear or say but here we are yeah man that's why I love it peace anus humanus peacers I'm glad that we
1: got the okay the official <laughs> <laughs> what if wells's friend 18 years later he spoke of him as if they're not like besties today right it's like what if like in some distant timeline that like his friend stumbles upon too fast too forever and he listens to, like a really recent a- episode and he's like oh that was pretty cool and then like at the very end it just hits him with peace anus you anus pieces and he's like what the fuck <laughs> like how did these guys like these guys were meant for me and then he goes back and realizes that like wells has been writing this He's like, God damn, man! Yeah. Like, wow, that really resonated. <laughs> yeah, we've said a lot of sentences on this podcast that I've never thought would be like spoken in, in spoken word before. But you know, just like uh, Well says, here we are. Here, here we are. Yeah, I never thought. thought. thought I
0: would, what, what word did I say? Precom or whatever in that one yaml? <laughs> it was like, yeah,
1: yeah, precom. That was one that I never spoke that word before. Yeah, oh, boy.
0: All right, Kay. we have three more emails, all from Nick Burris, so I'm going to do my best Kay. to sort of combine them into one. Uh, he's saying he'll never get caught up. So, first email, never get caught up. Guess first, I'll do my comments on the minutes as of today. So, the Skulls episode. So, hopefully, I'll watch that tonight. Anyway, the blow up minute. So, this is when they're in the uh, Confucius parking lot. Okay, yes. The car was facing the opposite direction. So, in the scene when it blew up, it bugged me that it could have been the same. And in the next minute, I do think that they put those pics on Mia's mirror to tease some of the kids from some boobies. Oh, oh, okay. So,
1: like, you're trying to watch the background, and like, you don't like notice that she's taking her shirt off, kind of
0: thing. I guess so. Yeah, distraction. No, that makes sense. He says now I got to go to Tanny or Tammy on the T Rex. Weird but funny. And I thought at first that Jurassic Park came out in '95, so I still thought it bad. But even worse, being '93. Well, he was running away, so he had time to get in his truck. Only thing if his keys were in his jacket, but who knows? Least there could have been chase scene. He says, and Wells' Cliff Notes play-by-play was hilarious. It
1: was. It was so good.
0: He says, I forget when Paul says it, but he says, oh, shit, the same way in every film, LOL. It's like his Keanu, like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. We got something coming up in the minute that I made a new note of in a new Thing in the Minute document. uh, Oh, I didn't see it. Okay. Flash forward, kind of. He says, I want to know when Shaw got transferred, because somehow he was in 30 feet of concrete and steel, and the rock shows up and he's a glass box cell.
1: Well, I think that 30 feet of concrete and steel is, like, above and around. Yeah, probably. The entire container is 30 feet of gla- of concrete and steel, but then he's in a
0: glass box inside that part. You know what they really could do is there is a movie called Lockout with Guy Pierce, which came out a couple of years ago. It's basically Escape from New York, but in space, where Guy okay. Pierce has to... Re- <laughs> I'm laughing because it's it's so wonderful. The president's daughter goes on a visit to a prison on the moon or in outer space, and like things go bad, so Guy Pierce has to go to outer space to rescue her from a, a space prison. I feel like that could have been where this franchise went. That like, oh, you know Shaw is so bad that we can't cipher keep him. Cipher's cipher so bad that we can't keep him keep her in 30 feet of concrete and steel we got to center it in outer space. Yeah, with no computers around, like a manual spaceship. Yeah, no automatics in there, all manual. Different kind of manual, oh. but manual. I enjoy stumping Joe for Dude, What's My Car? I knew it was ahead of its time. Uh, I think the, uh, yeah, the car that hard. he sent in says, I always remembered it. Plus, I believe I've seen one of them in the Henry Ford Museum in Dearborn. Ooh. Mm. My parents and I went up when I was a kid to the 50 years of Ford racing. and I got to meet more and get more autographs of John Force and Carroll Shelby. Dino, Don Nicholson, and many more pretty cool. That's really cool. See? Yeah. And everybody has
1: their own, like, when we were talking about Ford versus Ferrari. That's what I was saying. That, like, everybody has a cool Shelby memory, right? He was a real person. And he was, like, a, a personality yeah. and in the racing community. So, like, it's cool to hear all these stories. Like, now Nick is looking back and it's like, I got to meet Carol Shelby and got his autograph. Like, that's really cool. So, like, the movie is not that far away from us. It's not, like, watching something that everybody's so distant. You know what I mean? Like, he was very approachable.
0: Like, we were saying at the end of Ford v. Ferrari, when the, when that couple shows up to buy two, two Shelbys, and yeah. they're like, Carol, can you get out there and say hi? He's like, no. Like, I don't. But, like, that's, that's what, you know, it's the... That's what you're buying. Yeah. Nick says he saw the trailer, but not the Super Bowl commercial, he says, usually watch it, but didn't feel up for it this year. But holy shit, the new movie is ki- uh, going to kick. I'm just throwing it out there to Cardi B, since we know that she has one scene. What if she's no niece Denise? Just saying. Cardi B is no-knee's Denise? That'd be something special. Not gonna say it again, but if Cardi B
1: is no-knee's Denise, they're listening.
0: Nick says, hopefully it won't be as long for my next email, just trying to finish, uh, trying to watch the movies I haven't seen, keep it real, Nick. But then, like I said, he sent two more emails in, so not okay. long at all. He says, had to get my ass in gear, pun intended. Next lap Ooh. is going to kick some ass.
1: Yeah? You excited? Good. He
0: says, I was listening to Get Up to Date and have been replaying L.A. Noir, the video game, which I played okay. back on the 360, speaking about video game consoles before. He says, yeah. I was thinking since there was an informant that we couldn't arrest because, like, Inside Man, but still a criminal, maybe Brian was secretly knowing that he had to bring people together to save the world, and that's why he left. People go. So maybe the skulls told him, because we don't know if he continued to be a skull. Assuming he is. Plus, there's another throwback there. We'll mention the Diver's Watch into the blue. I know it's probably the cheaper one, but you never know. Yeah. I like yeah. that Nick is taking these, like, Brian Nexions to the next level. Like, we. He was in Yale. Mm-hmm. He
1: went to the Skulls. That was kind of some turmoil. His father was a governor. And then he. Le- that makes a lot of sense. And then he becomes a police officer and moves to L.A. to, like, get away from it, becomes a surfer,
0: you know, neglect his past, full point break mode, right? But he still has the inside track that like Nick's saying that like the inside track of the skulls like knowing what's going to happen and using that to help save the world.
1: Yeah, very. I like it.
0: Uh, he says, I'll be disappointed if Cypher's the voice. I'm assuming there'll be a whole twist in it like they like to do. He says, I like the theory that Han was looking for Giselle or even he did find her. And that's another reveal. We would like Giselle back, too. I, I would agree. love Giselle back. Wonder Woman 84 is done filming. I'm sure, I am I know that she does a lot of other movies, but I feel like there's probably not going to be another Wonder Woman movie for a couple of years. Like, she's got the time to devote to another one of these movies. Like, throw a couple days on the set of Fast 9, and then be in earnest yeah. in the female spinoff in Fast 10, in, Fat, in Furious 10, whatever, right? Yep, I agree. He's not talking about spoilers. Remember, where Caro was asking, like, what's the point? You're like, do you have any other... Questions or thoughts about the lap. She's like, what's the deal with spoilers?
1: Yeah, spoilers as, as in
0: car Yes, Accouture not like moms. movie, not, not movie yeah. plots. Um, okay. He says, they're for drag on real rear wheel cars. They don't do shit on a front wheel drive. Just stupid excessive.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. He also
0: says, definitely get your oil changed at around three to 5,000 miles. Depends on the oil you use and also how you drive. I'm not throwing shade of carrot just seems like her turning her car off without being in park is probably uh, you know a good start a good hit, yeah, <laughs> you know uh, he says also be wary of the quick lube places I've seen some damage like rounded off drain plugs and not putting oil in it at all I've
1: read so many things about this like overfilling the oil there and also they use the impact guns to put your oil plug back in and like if you go to change your oil and somebody else has changed the oil if you buy like a used car or you mm-hmm. weren't taking care of the car yourself or even got it from a dealership even they they crank the drain plug in there so fucking hard. Like, it's, like, impossible to get off, like, the first couple times you change your, or, like, the first time you change your oil. It, it always drives me nuts, so. Like, if I'm changing a friend's oil and they come over, I'm, like, just yanking there with a fucking wrench underneath. Like,
0: right? what happened? Yeah. yeah. Nick goes on, Joe still cracks me up with lifespan, and Kara, as Mia was a nice touch. Her comment about your vocal range made me laugh anyways catching the blast from the past lap six nick i'm story i'm story Rachel what i cut out, out, out was that there is there was one part in lifespan where oh, kara was say, was speaking like a person like she was saying <laughs> words correctly and i was like no that's wrong and she's like what am i what am i doing and i was like you're not saying it right and she's like what am, but like i am i'm like no it wasn't i'm story but it was something like that it was, was like, like i'm in
1: the you're in the you checked in me an in instead of an on, and Kara kept reading. It, like she was just reading it like correctly, properly, and we're like, no.
0: I was like, it's important to the authenticity of the story to get it wrong. But there was Read one it thing as where like, is. There was I don't remember what the word was, but there's one where that, thing that like ended a sentence or something where like it was like three times. Like her brain, like because it's so it was such a weird <laughs> typo that like it wouldn't. She, she couldn't wouldn't do it all three role. times. She just kept saying yeah. it, like, right, like, and this is not, it's so, like, you're, you're just trying to say it the way that, like, every other human person would say it, and, like, we're like, no, we, we don't need it like that. Like, different <laughs> yeah. line reading, do it wrong, please. So that was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it feels like the, like, uh, the Liberty Mutual
1: commercial, but, like, the opposite way. Like, instead of him nailing it, you're like, no, 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 get it wrong.
0: The next last email says, I forgot to comment on the skulls. He says, anyway, not bad. Interesting. Kind of want to check out the other two movies just to see if the story gets better. Not much to say. Liked it. Not bad, but cool-ish. Anyways, Nick. Have you seen The Skulls 2 or 3? I know we talked about... I have seen 2 or 3, and I
1: don't remember anything about them, which is a scary sign. I know that they changed, like, the whole cast. Like, I saw them, like, in high school, when after I saw The Skulls. So, yeah. I don't I don't remember anything about them. That's a, probably not a good sign. I can't
0: imagine they were, like, theatrical releases. They were probably, de- like, directed, yeah, straight to, straight to video Yeah, straight-to-video, yeah. And generally speaking, like, I don't want to insult the skulls but the skulls is not like this like literary or like this cinematic (laughs) accomplishment like you you even admit you're like this is made for like high school kids to like just like it's like a cool movie to see with your friends like to, yes. Like, direct-to-video yeah. sequels of a movie like that generally don't have a good track record. It's just like, oh, no. like, when Mike did Poison Ivy 3 for his podcast. Like, it, it, the best you can do, I think, is, like, so bad, like, just, like, insane fun. But, like, if you're looking for good, or you're, especially if you're looking for a story, I'm story, probably <laughs> probably not great.
1: I'm saying if I don't remember any of the movie, it was, like, probably super predictable.
0: All right, that's all the emails. If you want to email in, who oh boy, if you want to email in family at cageclub.me, that was a long mailbag, but, you know, we are back now recording every week. Thank you all for reading that was a great mailbag. Family at cageclub.me. Joe, we also have a Patreon page here on the show, fast 2 forevercom Shout out to Cassie Wilson, Jake Freer, Ben Milliman, Nick Burris, Alex Ellenan, and Justin Kleinman for supporting us at the $5 level or above over there. Thank you all so very much. Like I was saying, we're going to have a quiz for the Fast and Furious minute. Are we doing it first or are we doing after the minute? We're going to do that after the minute. So we're going to do a minute. We're going to take a break and then we're going to do the whole back half. We're going to do the quiz there. But like if you are a patron you get access to the quiz. You get access to the minute document. At some point down the road, you will get access to our commentary episodes. Swag, stickers, our undying love and affection. Everything you want. Too fast to forevercom We have no new reviews on Apple Podcasts, but we did get a new five-star rating. So we're up to 21, all five stars. Oh, so nice. So thank you to whoever that was for giving us five stars. Truly appreciate it. Cool. Yeah, thank you. All right, Joe, on the streets and rock the vote. I don't think there's been a lot because we've sort of had a little bit of a lull since the trailer came out, but I do want to say, we should have said this maybe earlier because we are like an hour into this podcast, the episode of the Rocky Mayavia Picture Show we did with Nate Milton, who will be on this upcoming lap, spoilers, True. is now out. So if you want to go find, I think it's called Post Wrestling, P-O-S-T, Wrestling. Yes. We put it on our Twitter yeah. and our Facebook page. If you want to go listen to our episode about Fast Five... Go check that out. The Rocky Maivia Picture Show is part of post-wrestling.
1: It was really cool. Um, I'm like halfway through it. I was listening at work. Nate's just awesome, and I had such a blast doing it. It was like a while ago, but like I was still remembering how much fun we were having as we were recording with him, so.
0: I love our intro, and I love the theme song that Nico made, and I love the theme songs that Wes has made for the intro and the outro, but I gotta say that there, I started and I got distracted at work, but the... Intro theme that he has, all the different rock quotes from his wrestling career, oh, and his yeah. stuff like it's so cool. And like it's, it's like very so cool. long, and I was like, this feels so long, but it's also like I don't mind it because it's all just like perfect quotes, and like it tells a story in clips. It like, gets very cool.
1: He clips them together really well. I agree. It, it was a lot of fun.
0: The only other news story that I want to bring up is something that you sent me that there is a Honda dealership that will pay you nine hundred dollars to watch all nine Fast and Furious <laughs> movies. Yes,
1: uh, that was forwarded to us from Matt. He suggested we enter. I said it's probably a little biased, right? That's the easiest $900 bucks we are ever going to make. Yeah. Because we're doing that every time. I was thinking, like, I was like, man, like, this would have been great if we could have pitched, like, Kara to watch them, right? But she just watched the lap through us because she's never seen them. Maybe get Nico and Kevo to enter, and they could be like, hey, we never watch any of these. And, you know, we could get them to talk about it. But I'm gonna enter.
0: We're gonna enter. We have not uh, entered yet, but I do want to say. I think it's in New York somewhere. If there's like an essay section, to, like explain why you think be there like, is. Well, there's like an application. Yeah, we're yeah. already doing it. Like just free publicity. We're already doing. It. Like we've we know these movies better than most people. We're not saying what Honda dealership until
1: they pay us this nine hundred dollars. Yes. But then okay. every
0: episode is sponsored by this. Exactly.
1: Every episode of the of that that lap will be sponsored by your Honda dealership.
0: Yeah. So if you're listening, and we know that you are, family at cageclub.me, I mean, let's talk about it. I'm to search for the rock president on Google for the segment. I always forget. I forget which one it is. Rock the vote. Rock Eventually, the vote. The top of the rock. Okay. Yes. Yes. So top of the rock is when he ascends the presidency. But right now, rock the vote. There is a new documentary called Jimmy Carter Rock and Roll President. Uh, that just premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival.
1: Can you imagine that The Rock actually becomes president, and we have to like this becomes a political
0: podcast? Well, we gotta like, we have to, like what we had to do like... is have Nate on every episode to give like his uh, update about <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just it's like for five it's minutes, like... just like a, like a, a one segment, the foreign policy updates. Yeah. <laughs> like S- Samoa's now open border. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, president. There's nothing there either since the uh, Super Bowl commercial. But yeah, Samoa open Makes border. Sense. Like, just make it happen, Dwayne the Rock, the Rock Johnson. Please go on. It'll be a great segment. All right, Joe. The final thing that we have to do before we take a break and before we go even further into the minute is to talk about this minute. Minute thirty-five. A minute I called that we could change it. But a minute I called. I'll have any drink you want as long as it's cold.
1: Oh man, after my own heart. So what do you want? You buy anything long as it's cold. No, my brother likes you. He usually doesn't like anybody. Yeah, he's a complicated guy.
0: Yeah, what about you?
1: I'm simpler. You're a shitty liar. Well, I'll take that as a compliment. But there's a problem. What's that? You need to get some sleep. And you definitely. Definitely need a shower. Come on. I'll take you home.
0: So that title, as you heard in that minute that I just played, is from essentially a quote that Mia says that when Brian's like, you want to drink and she says, just get me something as long as it's cold, he gets her a Snapple. Yeah, which is kind of interesting. Is,
1: is that like him him making a nod that she doesn't drink like that? She's too young. He knows she's the forbidden fruit. Ooh. You know cuz like he he should have handed her a beer, right? That's like, hey, I'm trying to like Well, get so
0: to yeah, in that bowl, I pause in the bowl, there are Snapples, there are Red Bulls, and there are Coronas. So it's like, do you want to chill out? Do you want to get jacked up or do you want to just like coast even? And he's just like <laughs> Let's keep it. Let's keep it even. Let's just do the peach Snapple.
1: That's when she should have known he was a cop because he like gave her an underage
0: child drink. There's a couple things in here in this minute that I specifically wish that like if it wasn't a total pain in the ass to change our quiz, I would want to change things like the Snapple thing and the line she says and just like there's certain things in this minute, especially around Mia, where I'm like shit. Like we should have done you know like different things in the quiz but in this minute brian gets Mia a drink like we said brian and mia talk about dom mia takes brian home which happens off screen and then the next morning brian gets pulled over which oh
1: yeah cops 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 cops
0: cops cops, cops, cops. two thirds of the minute takes place in this extra room which looks like it's like the front room of the house because i think through one window you can see the street i think the most notable thing is that brian puts his arm around mia and like this is like the closest they've been like this is Ooh. very familiar and like clearly like the way that she's looking at him like she's attracted to him but it's just like this is a level of familiarity that we have not seen yet in these movies this one movie yeah very true i also made note of the items on the bar and on top of the bar and of course there are more candles there because why wouldn't there be <laughs> ceramic chicken what is the ceramic chicken there's just in the background behind
1: a couple things that it just looks like something something's like a chicken i don't know did you find out what the thing is that's like it's like an alarm clock, but it also looks like a bomb. There's like an alarm clock with like wires all around it. Oh, no,
0: no, no. I know, but
1: no, I did not. Yeah, that was very strange. I couldn't figure out what it was.
0: And the only other thing that I want to mention before we uh, sort of transition to the back half of the minute and sort of where you... Because like we were talking as we were prepping this minute is that like the, basically the first half is like my stuff. It's like indoor decor and it's dialogue yes. and it's clothing. And there's like a couple in yeah. here. It's like the party guy and the party girl just talking at the window. And then Which we go weird. outside... And it's all signs, and it's cars, and it's all, there's no dialogue, and it's all you. So it's like, half this minute is me, and half this minute is you, and it's a nice real divide. But there's a party guy and a party girl, like, they kind of go in this room to get away from Don, like, a more quiet environment. But there's just, like, there's still just a couple in there. It's just like, oh, okay, you know, you can't really get away. No, you can't. So what do you got car-wise? Because there's, for the first time in, like, several minutes, there's cars.
1: There's a lot of cars. Do you want to do cars first, or, like things Whatever you want to do, this burst. is this is
0: your this is your minute.
1: Let me point out just one car that I think is cool. There is a white car on the street. So, like the cop car pulls up, and then there's another car besides the cop car, but parked behind that Corolla that pulls up there. There is an 85 Mercury Cougar. Oh, okay. And that's like really, really cool looking white car that's on the corner right there. There's a Taurus up the street that I can make out, and there's a van up the street. It's like an Aerostar or something, but I can't figure out what it was, and it wasn't on Car Movie Database. Like, I just don't know off the top of my head. 80s vans. Okay. 90s 90s vans. I was looking through. We get a bunch of signs, right? Tacos Azteca. hmm We get the Aztec Meat Market. Mm-hmm which is offering frutas verduras frescas, fresh fruit and vegetables. A sign that says, look out for red apes now at the L.A. Zoo, right? That's the mm-hmm. billboard that's behind there. I'm trying to figure out where this is. We see the one street sign that says Valencia Street going this way. So I'm on Google Maps. I'm looking for Valencia Street. I hit play, I look, and I'm like, oh, and then 7th Street, right? Yep. So I'm like, cool. So I'm like finding on Google Maps. I'm trying to find the big building in the back behind Brian's car, the Commodore Apartments, right? Mm -hmm. I'm looking for that, and I'm like, okay, I finally find it where it is. I like turn and look, and you had just put the intersection in the. (laughs) But I have a really nice shot of the Commodore Apartments. You're, like, right in Google Maps, like, staring essentially right where the camera was. The interesting thing is, is because we've been tracking, like, the locations now, all of the taco stuff, the Azteca meat market, it's all been knocked down. And on Google Maps, there's just nothing. Like, that's just, like, an empty construction zone right now.
0: Anything else you want to talk about with in terms of signs or cars or numbers or anything like that?
1: Uh, no, I think that's it. We have a little bit more in the document, but I didn't put anything. I'm good.
0: I added a new section here, future Fast connections. because I feel like we're, we're doing Ooh. a good job of, like, referencing back to things that we've already seen. Like, oh, this is the third time we see Vince or whatever. Ooh. But Mia says, shitty liar. Brian's like, I'm simpler. And Mia says, you're a shitty liar. I just like that she says that in a way that Dom will later in Fast Five say... Shitty call out, Connor. So it's kind of like the Toretto, you know, adjective of choice is shitty. Yeah, I like that. All right, Joe, trivia question. Do you like any of these or do you have another one that you want to do? They're all about Mia's drink. What drink does Mia get or does Brian get for Mia? What flavor snapple does she drink? Or what drink is not visible in the bowl of the party? Which of these do you like?
1: It has to be what drink does Brian get for
0: Mia? All right, so then we're going to have Corona, Corona, Red Bull. Water bottle. Water bottle. Or just we'll just say Snapple. Snapple. Yeah, that's perfect. Cool. So yeah, so that was minute 35. I'll have any drink you want as long as it's cold. Joe, let's take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to come up with trivia questions for the first 20 minutes. And then i'm going to give you the quiz but only for the like the last 15 questions because like you're going to know the answers to the questions that we come up with we're not going to quiz on that but the ones that we did before
1: so we're going to go like one to 20 and then
0: yes and then i'm going to quiz you on 21 the to thirty-four. Ones. sounds perfect makes sense
1: back to Too Fast, Too Forever. It's episode number 72, Nas Boost. This episode is brought to you by Minuteman Press. Your local Minuteman Press is perfectly suited to be your business and marketing services provider. There at Minuteman Press, your partner in business they help you market, advertise, and promote your products and services to your target audiences to increase your sales. Minuteman Press, check them out.
0: Thank you, Minuteman Press. This episode, as we I think we mentioned a while back, the reason we're doing this now is because we want to line up the Fast 9 release, the F9 release, the yeah. way that it has to line up. Like, we need an extra week in here. But also, coincidentally, we are almost exactly one-third of the way through this first movie. So yeah, it's kind of a, exactly. a nice little reflection back... On the first third of the Fast and the Furious, the minute that we've been doing all along, going all the way back to the first minute, Joe, minute one, our journey begins. And I'm not going to drop the audio in here because I don't want to have an extra 20 minutes of audio here. But yeah, if you remember, this is where we see the Universal logo and then the Harbor crane lifts a Rogers shipping container while the stylized title card word arts onto the screen. So it has to be Rogers shipping container. That's what I think, too. So the question is, what brand or what's the how do we want to phrase that? What is written
1: on the side of the shipping container? In the very first scene of Fast and the Furious. So we have Rogers. You yeah. can have... Cali ship. Um, fast ship. And then furious ship is a joke. <laughs> right? Okay, for minute two family meerkat
0: style the cars pull up they harpoon the truck here we have some trucks we have the harpoon Civic we have the second harpoon Civic we got a crane number but I feel like hyper specific things like that are just kind of guessing games and I kind of like it's it feels more arcane than actually trivia you know what I mean
1: yes I agree
0: how many cars are there that's what I was
1: thinking that's exactly what I was thinking not including the truck does another car come in is it three
0: I think it's just three all right minute three the first heist this is where we have a continuing just playing the cat and mouse game with the truck yeah exactly and then vince shoots the tracker in the driver's arm who passes out we end on the nighttime shot of los angeles before as we'll get to the next minute we meet brian so there's a trivia question here or there's a little, a sign that you noted what the speed limit is or yeah, the, okay. the mcguire's hat i'm thinking like
1: what weapon does a truck driver use as defense okay like a gun a bat a wrench and we can say an iguana Shout out to Fast and Furious. Yes. That's a little bit better than like a numbers thing, right? Yeah. Minute four. Tell us about minute four. Everyone meets Brian. So we get Brian coming in. We get that iconic shot of him in front of Dodger Stadium. Yep. And we see his, you know, car and all of him decked out for the first time.
0: So I got one right off the bat here. The first line of dialogue that I have here. What what's Brian's first line in the movie?
1: I was thinking the exact same thing. Too. This is crazy that we're like nail like you're really just reading my mind of exactly what I'm thinking.
0: So now I need you to help me. what's so the answer is obviously shit. Yeah, shit. Which again goes back to uh, Nick's email from before when he's like, oh shit, remember? So like kind of just yeah. how we're introduced to him, right? So how about like nos shift. Okay, And, like, break. Minute five, I'll have the tuna, no crust. This is where we first see Mia for the first time. Brian walks in with a magazine, sits down. Mia goes to make the sandwich, end of the minute. So, what's Brian's yeah. food order? I mean, it's an obvious one, but, like, there's, there's a lot here. Oh, <laughs> I forgot that we what? went through the menu, and we did all the menu pricing of all the food and everything like that. This oh, is yeah. really... I feel like up to this point in the podcast, like the Fast and Furious Minute document has been cool, but I feel like going back now, because I, I haven't really scrolled through this, Like, there's so much here. There's, there's so much, here.
1: much content. There's a ton.
0: We're up to there's... 68 pages here. And there's like page breaks and stuff like that, but like, there's 68 pages here in the Fast and, Furious, Fast and Furious Minute. 35 minutes, yeah. If you want access to this, basically you have two pages per minute to Fast2Forever.com, even a dollar a month gets you all this. Yeah, true. The quiz will be available for free at the end of the lap to everybody, but all right, so... Okay. We can do something with the music. I like Brian's order. Okay. That works. Uh, So what's Brian's order? Tuna, no crust. Tuna on white, no crust. Tuna on rye, no crust. Tuna, no crust. Tuna, no crust. Or tuna sandwich, hold a pickle. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. All right, Joe. Minute six. The team arrives.
1: You see Dom from the back inside the thing. All the rest of the racers pull up. We know that scene very iconic, right? Oh, I
0: know exactly what this has to be. It's, it's obscure, but it's my favorite thing about the movie so far. But go on.
1: Oh, what is it? No, we see all their cars. We see, like, way more of the inside of the cafe. Mm-hmm. What's your question?
0: So the thing that we we hunted down, that you hunted down, that I think Wes found for us was that In the Limelight. But what I really... Like, I think In the Limelight is maybe what it should be. Like, what's the name of the article? But what I really yes. want is what decorative piece is hanging in Dom's office, and it's that oversized fork, fork. and spoon. Do you remember that?
1: Yes, I vividly remember that. So do you want to do
0: an in the limelight, or do we do two questions here? Because this, this might be worthy of a two-question minute, because like, that oversized fork and spoon is just like <laughs> so dumb, but I want everybody to remember it forever. It could be like,
1: what's hanging in Dom's office? A license plate, a shock for a 57 Charger. <laughs> an,
0: over- <laughs> an oversized fork and spoon a family portrait A family yeah good one yeah a comically large fork and spoon <laughs> do you want to do in the limelight too or do you want to not have a second question here no i'm fine with just one <laughs> then minute seven what is he sandwich crazy this is where leon gets out of his skyline vince gets out of his maxima jesse gets out of the vw they see brian's car shit's about to hit the fan yes. they go in there this is where we get the is this where they have the line or is it the next minute where he says uh Oh, he's beautiful. No, the next one is uh he's beautiful. But this is just where like Vince is yes. going in there to flirt with Mia and basically try to intimidate Brian. Yes. So trivia question, what do you want to do?
1: What iconic song plays?
0: Mm. So watch, watch your, your back. back. Yeah. By Benny Cassette. Get busy by Sean Paul. Okay. Uh Back Up by Ludacris. What's the name what's the actual name of the song? Step back. Step back? Right? Right? Step- I think it's Step Back. Get back. Is
1: is it? Get back. Get back. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Because it's back, kind of
0: the same kind of vibe first. that just, like, you know, step off my girl or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's, is the Brandy? The boy is mine? <laughs> yeah, oh, Brandy and Monica, the boy is mine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very good. Okay. Because I was just like, very, what's, the, very what's a nice good. spin on that? All right, yeah. So what iconic yeah. song plays when Vince first makes eye contact with Brian? at Red Marketing Cafe. Watch your back. Get busy. Get back. The boy is mine.
1: Yes. Cool. Uh, minute eight is titled Watch Your Back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when they like, you know, start getting excited and Brian goes to leave and Vince chases him outside and the fight starts, right?
0: How much does a meal at Fat Burger cost?
1: I was gonna say, where does Vince tell Brian okay. to eat next? Yeah.
0: Where does Vince
1: recommend Brian <laughs> eat from now on?
0: What restaurant recommendation? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Does it's Vince exactly. make
0: to Brian? In and out burger. It, oh, good call. What a burger. Yep. Fat Burger, or... Yeah, Skinny Burger.
1: Skinny Burger. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd be really good at writing, like, test answers for third graders, yeah. right?
0: Minute nine, you embarrass me. This is where Dom goes out to break up the fight, and Dom tells Brian not to come around anymore. Yeah. Do we want to say okay. that the, this is the iconic moment where we learn Brian's name, his fake name? Do we want to say... Yeah. What is, his, what is his fake name? That's a good one, or what state is Brian's fake ID from? Was it Arizona? Yeah. California? Arizona? Yeah. New Mexico.
1: Ah, good call. We're going to get there. All right, Joe. Okay. Minute 10. Minute 10. I need NOS. Dom gets Brian fired from the racer's edge. Yep. He has to go in and, like, plead his case to Harry. Brian's like, I need NOS.
0: We could do what's the, na- what's the name of
1: Harry's shop. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. The racer's edge. Yep. It's kind of hard. We have, like, so much, like, tedious information to, like, kind of remove yourself and give, like, a question that people might know the answer
0: to. <laughs> no. This one, because you you made notes of literally everything and every sign you see, so like this is one of the longest minutes so far in terms yeah, of the actual text. Sure. So we got Racers Edge. What are some other shop names that we could do? Tuner Town, the Racing Spot. Oh, the Racing Spot, Import World. Okay. Minute eleven, waiting for tonight by Jennifer Lopez. Brian tells Harry the parts he needs and he needs them tonight. And then Brian shows up at the first street race. How uh, how many vials of Nas does Brian want? Because there's not a lot that happens. Tanks. In Tanks of how, many, Nos? how many tanks of Nos? Um, yeah, that works. Because I'm not sure. I mean, look, if we're looking here, what else could it be? Biscuits or, or rolling. What kind of car is in the middle of Harry's? Uh, yeah. That's difficult. That's really difficult. That's really difficult. Especially since we didn't. We don't know exactly. Or just what's Brian's car? Okay, the
1: Mitsubishi Eclipse, right? Yeah, Mitsubishi Eclipse, mm-hmm. Mazda RX seven, the Skyline. No, yeah, make a Skyline for sure. Okay. What other car? And then he has a Supra at the end, so Toyota Toyota Supra. Supra. Minute 12, Joe. Mr. Police as the snowman. Yeah. Hector and Brian talk cars is essentially what happens in this one.
0: And Brian just looks like a a total nerd here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Brian looks like a really big nerd. I think they ADR some lines in this one, too.
0: What's Hector's last name? (laughs) Do we know? I've got a last name, too, but I don't pronounce it, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what's... Um, No, I think that might be too... That's... Okay, I like that. So it's what's up to you. Hector's last you name? you a better one?
0: I was going to say either, like, in the dialogue, something like, Hector says, look at this snowman right here, like, what term does Hector use to describe Brian? Mm, no. How do we do this without being racist? That's just what I was about to say. He doesn't have one. That's good. He can't pronounce it. Oh, yeah. He won't tell Brian. Yes, yes. Both B and C are true. Because he won't tell Brian. But, yeah. Minute 13, Edwin knows. This is when Edwin comes over. Ja Rule comes over to talk to Brian and Hector. And then Dom mm-hmm. shows up. This is tough. Like, there's there's minutes where it's just, like, there's not a lot that happens.
1: What's the iconic sticker on the side of Dom's car? Is it the veil side sticker? Yeah,
0: right? What? Okay, yeah. What sticker can be found on the back of his car or the side of his car? Oh, the 3 You mean the veil In side the or the rear.
1: O3? No, the, the veil side on the back. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Is there something better than that? Can you think of anything better than that? <laughs> <sighs> Something about Ja Rule's character referring to himself in third person.
0: I was going to say, because this is kind of the only time we can do a question about Edwin. So what were you saying about, what was your question about Edwin? It's...
1: Something about Ja Rule's character referring to himself in the third person. Okay. Because we... he calls himself Edwin. Yeah.
0: We just say, who is Edwin? Uh, ja Rule's character. Ja Rule's character's
1: friends. So, wait, and then what does he say? Ed- Edwin happens a man who knows a few things? Edwin
0: <laughs> happens a man who knows some things. Yeah. And then again, both B and C are true. All right, Joe, we're like two-thirds of the way through now here, through this recap, the up, the Nas Boost, minute 14, what's it about? I smell, sniff, sniff,
1: skanks. Mm-hmm. They just continue pre-race things, yep. and Letty pulls up and smells skanks. Yeah. What olfactory response <laughs> does Letty have to the smell of women's perfume?
0: We could do that. I feel like this is also the minute where we see, like, Letty's outfit in earnest for the first time. Or how much does it cost to enter the race? Two G buy in. Yeah. Okay. How much does it cost? One thousand dollars. Two thousand dollars. Yeah. Twenty five hundred. Ten thousand dollars. Five. Uh, ten thousand or five thousand. Five thousand. Minute fifteen is Brian worthy. This is where Brian convinces Don to let him race, and then they look yeah. under Brian's hood. Yes. Not a euphemism. Ooh. With uh, the the only clothing that we have is the Jeff George Raiders jersey. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, that is funny. How much did? No, no, that's not true. No. It's just like a ballpark estimate. Yeah. So the dialogue starts. Brian says, "But if I win, I take the cash and I take the respect." Dom says, "Respect." Brian says, "To some people, that's more important." Yes. So what is val—what does Brian value more? Cash or respect? Money or respect? Mia.
1: <laughs> then it's a trick question because <laughs> we don't know.
0: All right, minute sixteen. Oh, I think I think we gotta. I think just based on the title alone, I think we know what this is. This Streets, clothes, pizza boy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What pizza company does uh? Do, do we see a Pizza Hut deliver? Yeah. Okay, what pizza company does the pizza deliver? Oh, God, there's so much fucking info in this minute. <laughs> or, no, the the pizza delivery boys played by who in, yeah. in Fast and
0: the Furious? We could say Paul Walker's brother, uh, director Rob Cohen. Who are some other actors that are around this time? Early 2000s... Joshua Jackson. Oh, good one. Shout out to the Skulls. Yeah, there you go. Sun Kang. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah why not? Obviously not, not the answer, but you know, just throw them in there. Minute seventeen, goddamn street racers this is where they line up for the race, and Monica offers Edwin a prize if he wins. What is Edwin's prize if he wins? Yes. I don't because I, I literally don't know what the other question could be. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. Added in quotes, prize if he wins the race. Her too. A menage, Monica. Her oh yeah. Two. All of the <laughs> above. All right, we have three. No, more. it should be it should be eight grand, Monica.
1: Her, too. All of the above. Okay. That's two yeah. grand
0: buy-in. $8,000. Monica, her, too. All of the above. Cool. All right. <laughs> I think we've got three more to do, and then i got to do the quiz. So... Joe, okay. minute 18, what's the, what's this minute about? The zen of racing preparation. This is
1: where Monica psychs up Edwin, everybody's getting ready, kids playing Gran Turismo on his car, co- on, in, like, in his console, we're, like, getting ready for them.
0: I think either, I think it's gotta be something about Danny Yamoto.
1: What game is Danny Yamato playing before the race? Do we want that, or do we want just, like, I was thinking just, like, what's the, who is the fourth person? No, that's too hard. I think the video game thing would be a little bit easier. Because he could be like Street Fighter, Gran Turismo, Danny Yamoto would be harder.
0: What video game was Danny playing before the street race? Street Fighter. Tekken. Mario Kart. Oh, good one. Good one. Good one. uh, Gran Turismo. All right. Minute 19, we're good to roll. This is where the race begins after Leon hears the the police scanner that they've been diverted. Right? So. Yes. We're actually finally racing here. We could say, I think the only thing to hear, because there's not a lot that happens here, what crime draws the police away from the street race oh a robbery a murder another street a different street race a carjacking okay final question we have to do the or final minute. Oh. we have to do a question for
1: danger to manifold mm-hmm. race continues brian shoots his first nos danger to manifold brian shoots a second nos what warning does does brian's car give him during the street race.
0: Uh, warning to the injured manifold. Warning, overheating. Uh, just warning. Yeah. Or warning, manifold damaged.
1: Oh, good one. Cool. Okay. Yeah.
0: So kay. we have all these questions. So now, I, stopped scan- I stopped scrolling. Go ahead. Good. Okay. I took this quiz. I got about, I think, 11 or 12 right. I sent it to you. I just wanted a second set of eyes, and I sent it to you. friend of the pod, $1 patron, Melissa Linum. She got eight kay. right. Eight of 15. Oh, Wow.
1: Yes. Okay. So my target's at least eight.
0: Yes. Okay, Joe. Okay. What combination of standard car buttons does Dom have to push to use his NAS? AC to hazard lights. Hazard lights to AC. Eject button to hazard lights, or hazard lights to cigarette lighter. Hazard lights to AC. Okay. Are you tell me if
1: I'm right or wrong or not till the end? At the
0: end of the quiz, because I'm I'm actually like taking okay. the quiz for you, and then I'm going to do the answers. Who counts the money that Dom wins? Is it Hector? Is it Mia, is it Letty, or is it no one? Mia, count the money. Mia. What is Dom's trophy for winning the race? Too large, Letty, 25 grad, or Brian's car? Trophy in quotation marks. Letty.
1: Come here, my trophy. Yeah.
0: When is a win not a win? When you win by an inch, when you win by a mile, when you win by a foot, when you win by a CM, when you win by a KM... Never winning is winning. <laughs> Never winning is winning. Are those different answers? Uh, no, that's, that's the one. That's one answer. Okay, yeah. What is the visible cross street bisecting the racing location? 90th Street, 120th Street, Main Street, or Ventura Boulevard? 90th Street? Okay. What color is the jacket Dom puts on when he's running away from the cops? Black, red, brown, or... Or he isn't wearing a jacket. Red. When Dom is grilling Brian, what's the first job he asks Brian if he is? Getaway driver, car booster, hot wirer, or wheelman? Are you some kind of wheelman O'Connor Connor? Or Spillner? Dom and Brian both say they were in prison for the same amount of time. How long were they in for? Two months, oh. six months, two years, five years. I think it did two months. It did two months upstate. Two years in Lompoc. I'm never going back. Oh, fuck. In the parking lot where Johnny Tran and Lance bring Brian a Dom, there's a statue. Who is the statue of? Buddha, Confucius, Sandy Koufax, or Sonny Chiba? It's Confucius. I even mentioned that in the top half of the show. What is Lance's defining piece of clothing? Red biker helmet, feathered boa, aviator glasses, snakeskin pants. Snakeskin pants. Why does Johnny Tran hate Dom? Dom slept with Johnny's sister, a business deal went sour, Dom beat Johnny in Race Wars, A and B are correct, or A, B, and C are all correct?
1: It's he slept with his sister and the business deal went south. Okay. So A and B are correct.
0: Which of the following is not in the Toretto house during the party scene? A set of ratchets, a framed photo of a horse, which you know is there, a can of Red Bull, or a Les Paul custom guitar? It's a set of ratchets. What number is greater, the bottles of Corona visible at the fort, or the candles lit at the fort oh god i honestly forget there are more coronas there are more candles they're the same number of each there are no <laughs> candles nor coronas <laughs> there's so many fucking candles and coronas <laughs> i'm gonna say uh, coronas
1: because i remember counting more corona bottles okay.
0: two more questions when did vince and dom meet five years ago high school third grade at birth Knew you since the third grade. Which ludicrous song is featured in *The Fast and the Furious*? Area codes, Fat Rabbit, Southern Hospitality, or What's Your Fantasy? Area codes, please. All right, Joe, you got 11 of 15. Damn, you said so two years
1: and two weeks.
0: One. So the four you one got one, wrong. The first one you go got ahead. wrong. You said hazard lights to AC. It was in fact AC to hazard lights. God damn it! <laughs> You got Mia right, as she counts the money. Letty is the trophy. Never. Winning is winning. You got that right. This is one that I think I guessed. There's two that I guessed that was like 50-50, and I think I got this one right. Right. You got it wrong. The visible cross street. You said ninetieth. It was one twentieth. Damn it! I was I was between the numbers though.
1: Yeah. The next one's one
0: that you got wrong because he does for sure have this color jacket later. What color jacket? Dom has. We both said red, but it actually is brown. Oh. But he has a red jacket at some point that I have like vividly in my in my memory. Maybe we just think that that brown is red. But we came up with a question. It's not like we were. it's It's our question. I don't know. I don't know. I know, yeah. Uh, Wheel I'm Man, saying, like you in got our right. brain. Two months, we talked about that, that's two years. Confucius, you got right. Snakeskin Pants, you got yeah. right. The Business Deal yeah. Went South, that you got that right. Set of Ratchets is right. There are more Coronas. I think I said there are more Candles. I think I got that one wrong. Vincent and Dom met in third grade and Area Codes, you got right. So we're both in that 11 to 12 range where we passed, but we did not ace the quiz. Yeah, they're hard, dude. So we're going to have, I think because we had two questions for one of those minutes, we're going to have 36 questions. So I'm going to post that next week. Fast and Furious kicking off lap six with the co hosts of the Snark Squad pod, Nicole and Marines. So cool. I'm very excited to have them on. Nicole has never seen a Fast and Furious movie, so Whoa. we get to experience that all over again. Marines That's loves fine. the franchise, so she's going awesome. to bring a little bit of energy there, so it's gonna be very exciting. But any other thoughts about the Nas boost, or should we wrap up? No, I think that was good, man. Holy shit. Our quiz is really
1: hard. Right? It's going to be really hard. I, I, like, And it's not like, we were not We were trying to tone it down to not make it as hard as possible. I know. So, I know. I know. But damn. for
0: all things Too Fast Too Forever, you can go to cageclub.me, facebook.com, slash Too Fast Too Forever, or at Too Fast Too Forever on Twitter and Instagram. Email us, family at cageclub.me. Check out our Patreon page at fast, forever.com come back next week as we kick off officially lap six with the fast and the furious I'm Joey Lewandowski I'm Joe Two, and we'll see you next time right here on too fast too forever peace out you anus anus peacers